Werabee. Therapy wherever, whenever. Welcome to Coffee with a Therapist, the podcast where we discuss and explore the world of mental health and wellness one sip at a time. So grab a cup of your favorite coffee, tea, or your beverage of choice and join us as we delve into the complexities of the human mind, emotions, and relationships. With expert insights, personal stories, and practical tips, our conversations will inspire you to live your best life and to become your own therapist. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Coffee with a Therapist. Welcome to the podcast. This week's episode is going to be about health anxiety, what it is, the psychological process behind it, and what we can do about it. My name is Philip Anderson. I'm a psychotherapist and the founder of Werapi, an online therapy service. And just as a side note, at the end of this podcast episode, I'm going to announce three countries uh, as a part of my therapy world tour, um, where if you're from one of these three countries, you can apply for a free therapy session with me. So if you're interested, stay tuned. So if you think about it, health anxiety is an intellectualized form of death anxiety. With health anxiety, we're not really scared of contracting a cold and being sick for a few days, we're scared of a deadly disease, yeah? We're scared of cancer, we're scared of um, contracting some sort of disease when the coronavirus was at its, at the beginning of the coronavirus, uh, everybody didn't really know what it was about, heard that a lot of people died and then they got very scared of contracting the coronavirus yeah and health anxiety is something that has blossomed recently yeah? um, because we have so much information about it but I'll go into that uh, at a later point in this podcast um, before we talk about that I want you to close your eyes and think of the typical health anxious person who do you see in front of you? For me, I see a person with reasonably high intellect. Somebody that is capable at some point in their life of a university level education. Somebody who is well read, um, most likely young, um, most likely female as well. I have no evidence to back this up uh, but that is my experience of it um tell tell sign of somebody who is very health anxious would be somebody who's very active perhaps slightly introverted but again not necessarily so uh, exceptions to these rules would be somebody who has suffered from a life-threatening disease at some point in their life. So if somebody had cancer when they were younger uh, and then in their 
late 60s and 70s become scared of um, having that cancer again that is completely understandable you know but my my when i close my eyes and i think of the typically health anxious person i see somebody who hasn't had a life-threatening disease before somebody who is reasonably high intellect somebody who is young simply because of the fact that there is a period when you're young where you have a lot of existential thoughts and most likely female uh, again there could be very many men who suffer from health anxiety as well yeah and the process behind health anxiety is quite simple so our mental health as with many things yeah uh, many aspects of mental health it is influenced by the information that we receive yeah and on on a very this doesn't have to necessarily apply to kind of informative sources yeah if we're watching sitcoms for example we're most likely to feel good in comparison to watching uh, true crime dramas yeah we're most likely to feel bad yeah and the same goes with um receiving news about people dying we're most likely to feel bad yeah? and since the typical health anxious person has a high intellect they will actively search for information yeah? and they also will have a habit of applying that information to themselves the application of the information in this case is inwards not outwards yeah so a person who is not health anxious they will find a symptom in their body and then they will apply it outwards yeah so when they when they see something see a mole then they'll be like well this mole looks very different maybe i'll go check it out whereas a health anxious person will see information on the internet and in other sources about moles and then they will frantically look at their body for moles and they will in some cases also bed their own perception of their own bodies to fit the information that they have received so when the health anxious person is scrolling through a the internet looking at news as part of their daily routine and they're reading about a celebrity dying at the age of 47 because of some sort of disease or they're reading about some new information about symptoms or certain rates of certain diseases going up due to pollutants in our environment then they're taking that information and then they're applying it to them yeah so the psychological process in this case is receiving information and applying it inwards and then bending the information that you have inwards here yeah, to suit the information that you're um, that you're receiving yeah so what do we do about health anxiety in essence we have to reverse engineer our health anxiety 
as we can do with many other aspects of mental health. In this case, the psychological process is that we're receiving information. We have a tendency to search for that information. And then we apply it inwards to ourselves and we bend the information that we have inwards to suit the information that we are getting. Yeah, we are fabricating a correlation between the two. And what we have to do in this case is limit the information that we are receiving and also understanding the source of the information that we are receiving as well. Yeah. Um, a celebrity that has died of a certain disease is one person in 8 billion people. Yeah. For instance, um, also changing the information that we are receiving um, as well. We are news sources have a tendency to be negative. For example, there are many positive facts about people. So we need to change the source of our information. Yeah. And our tendency to kind of take that information and look inwards is something that we can change by delving into information outside of our body. Yeah. Consuming ourselves with information outside of the body, and in this case, what I think is quite good, yeah, is to find anchors. For example, if you look at a a plant, yeah, and you look at the leaf of a plant, and you, in a meditative meditative way, kind of analyze all the veins in that leaf, yeah, or you feel something. Um, this is you taking the internal focus and making it external. Likewise, you can take the internal focus and make it external by immersing yourself in uh, activities, family and the like. But there you have to kind of uh, make sure that it isn't in a, as a distraction. Yeah, If it becomes a distraction, then the the death anxiety will just build up in the background yeah. but taking the internal and externalizing it either by focusing in a kind of hyper vigilant way or hyper focusing on uh, the details of your environment and kind of anchoring yourself in the here and now or um by consuming yourself, immersing yourself in um, events and occurrences in your external environment. Yeah. So that's how you solve health anxiety. One, limit the source and change the source and understand the source. And two, changing the focus from looking inwards and looking at your body and hyper-focusing on your body and the different symptoms. Because I forgot to mention that when you do this hyper-focusing and you bend the truth, you're going to find symptoms that aren't actually there. Yeah, You're going to feel those little nips of the body that suggest that you have ALS. Yeah, those little twitches. When you're not actually having those twitches, those twitches are you just being nervous. Yeah. So taking the hyper-focus 
that you have away from the body and channeling it into the outside world, either in the form of anchors that are um, meditative, yeah, and this that helps more in the moment when you're when you're having a health anxiety attack, or focusing it on uh, things in your external environment, work, activities, events, family, and the like, but making sure it isn't as a form of distraction. Yeah? A healthy level of focus in your external environment just to uh, recalibrate the balance. Yeah. So that was uh, the episode about health anxiety. I hope it helped you a lot. For those of you who don't know, every week on um, my Instagram account, uh, therapy underscore online therapist, I announce three countries wherein I offer one person from each country a free therapy, a three, sorry, a free therapy world tour. So my ambition is to become the, I don't know if it's the first, but I want to become a therapist that has treated one person from every country in the world. And it will help me also learn about how culture affects mental health. And right now I've done about, what can it be, 63 different countries. And this week I'm offering one free therapy session to one person from El Salvador, one person from Kiribati, and one person from Guinea-Bissau. <laughs> Sorry for the mispronunciation there. So if you're from any of these three countries, then just let me know via Instagram or go to therapy.com and find my email address and just send me an email. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great day.